This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Behind the Rose. I'm your host, Blake Horseman, here with my buddy, Eric, as usual. And today on the podcast, we have the king and queen of Canada, Kevin and Astrid. Oh, and their little puppy. (laughs) Thanks for coming, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I miss you guys. Gosh, I was trying to figure out. It's been close to a year, I feel like. Man, it has been that long. And I just feel like... Longer than that in Montreal, right? Oh, I did see you guys in... Yeah, I saw you in Montreal... No, August. yeah, you're right. It was like August. I guess we saw you in Mexico too, but that doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't count. That, doesn't count. <laughs> that wasn't Blake. That was uh, was a zombie of Blake. Yeah. Um, that's right, because I came out there for that um, music festival out mm-hmm. there in like September. The music festival and yeah, that was the big summer of paradise for you. Yeah, that was the big summer of paradise. Yeah, it was all about to go in the air and everything. Yeah, that was a while ago. Wow. Yeah, actually, Kevin and Astrid were with me when I got the call from the producers that. Uh, my first two episodes are going to be pretty rough. They were they saw me break down in the middle of a music festival. Like everyone's raging, and Blake is just in the corner. I was just start. head in my hands, exactly, just head in my hands. I was on that. Remember, we walked like two miles back home, and I wanted to jump off that bridge, and like it's brutal. <laughs> I do remember talking with you, Blake, though, and saying one day we will look back and laugh. And this is, this is that moment, like, who gives a fuck about that? Who cares? You're about so it? right. I literally just laughed about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you were right. I know you'll never think this now, but trust me, one day we'll be laughing about this. And you're like, one of these. And here we yeah, are. I was, I was in a bad spot, but yeah. So, and we were just talking too. So you guys are shut down. How long, how long were you guys open again for quarantine? Like you guys were in quarantine and open. Yeah, we did. We have like phase one, two, and three. Phase one is like nothing's open. Phase two, which is right now, which means like you can go to a patio, but it's zero degrees. Who's going to a patio today? Um, and then we opened up for a little bit where they they pretty much overdid it. Like we had gyms were full, restaurants were pretty full. Um, and now we're on a 28 day trial shutdown, back, back to phase modified two. phase two. So all the gyms are immediately shut back down, and all the it's really sad. We just know a lot of small business owners that I don't know it's been talked about yeah. for months but there's just nowhere to hide there's nowhere to go so it's just really sad we're just stuck inside for at least another couple of weeks that's crazy i think i mean i get you all the that's what sucks is like all these mom and pa shops are the ones going under like the big the big places are going to survive this but all the mom and pa shops are are going to go under and i mean denver's the same way we have to do two weeks of less than like i think i read like 150 cases or something for two yeah, we, straight weeks which yeah we're pretty much on a two-week like trial and if we don't if the numbers don't improve we're going back to stay-at-home orders basically what you guys are at yeah so it sucks how have you guys been like what have you guys been doing at least you got a puppy now that must have helped during quarantine yeah. well we started off the year thinking so we were supposed to be married in two weeks two weeks yeah now. i was looking at my calendar i was like oh yeah, November 13th, we were supposed to be married in Florida. Uh, then we were going to Thailand for a month for our honeymoon. We had a whole bunch of stuff planned, but just everything is, is just not cool. We kind of shifted our focus this year, and we actually bought a new house, and we just spent the last three and a half, four weeks renovating it, so now it's finally done. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, nice. Very, like, adulting year that we weren't planning <laughs> on. We were going to, like, get married, go fuck off for a while, and travel, yeah. and sitting here talking about plates and fucking decoration <laughs> <laughs> at least you had time to do that though i guess you, you you got a lot out of your time at home 
renovated yeah. your place. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, Astrid's still in America and she still lives in Florida. We're just working on the immigration stuff. So hopefully, even the COVID shut that right down as well. So just to get an application in to get her across the border has taken forever. So there's a lot of things moving right now. So hopefully, fingers crossed next year, Blake, you'll see at our wedding next November. Yeah, heck yeah. I was say, that was, I was just going to ask, are you guys moving it all, all the way? it's just not worth it because by the time you move it to the springtime and you don't know what's going to happen and then you got to move it again i don't think the vendors will be as nice the second time around so we just and my sister's getting married next year too so now my little sister gets to get married before me like (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty funny i think you guys right certain place like where she's getting married they can just have a wedding doesn't matter we're we're waiting on because we have all the traveling right so all the people coming from canada we have to mandatorily quarantine for 14 days just for going to the States for a day. So none of my friends yeah. can take two and a half weeks off to come to my wedding. That's, that's too crazy. Right. So yeah. we're my just, dad's in Europe. So he can't even come to the state oh. really right now. So yeah. we're just, just waiting. It's going to be a lot of foreigners at our wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the international wedding. I think you guys did it right there because I know a lot of people who canceled and then scheduled again for like February, March, and it, there's no way it's going to be open again. You know I mean? Six months ago, we thought things are going to be open, but there's no way. So I think you guys did it right for sure. Yeah. Well, it's just weird too. With I feel like so many people are losing jobs and nobody knows what's happening. So we just felt weird in the middle of all of that to be like, hey, can you pay for a flight, a hotel? We'd like a wedding gift. But then also you got to quarantine and not work for you. It just seems like we didn't want a wedding to be a chore for everyone to come Mm. to. That's a good way to put it, actually. Yeah. We're looking at it as a celebration, hopefully past all the bullshit that we can all get together. And, you know, that's that's the way we describe it. anyway. That literally might be like one of the first times. Yeah. A bunch of people get together, like all of us anyway. Yeah. yeah right. So it'll be a huge. Cele- yeah. We'll have a lot to celebrate you guys and uh, yeah, normal life. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. So, gosh, I was trying to remember how long ago was your guys's paradise? Two years ago? Three yeah. The year ago? Before, yeah. yeah. So we. Uh, Two years ago we've been engaged for a year mm-hmm. and then our season was airing a year before that. So 2018 summer of 2018, yeah. I guess. Right. Okay. Yeah. That would have been about right. Yeah. We're, mine the was... couple, we're the only couple left because we had Chris and Crystal and we had, um, who else? Yeah. Was... Oh, Joe and Kendall. That was, that was our, that was our year. So we're the only ones That's left. That's right. Season. Yeah. So, wow. So you'll be, yeah. So you were dating for a year engaged. Now you'd be engaged for two years, I guess, technically. And then, yeah. yeah, and then married. Dang, three years later. Yeah, man. Yeah, life goes on. <laughs> Quite the journey. Quite the journey. I was just talking. So, I mean, Kevin, and then you were on The Bachelorette Canada like two years before that or just a year? No, you know why I remember this? Because the night of our finale of The Bachelorette Canada was the night Trump got elected. So it was a bad night all around. Oh, it was 16. <laughs> it was 16. <laughs> Yeah, so that was our oh. night because our ratings were so low because all the Canadians were watching the American election. And so, yeah, before years this week or next week or whatever was actually the finale. So I would have filmed six months before that. Um, wow. It's been four and a half years since I left for the first I was going to say, so you've been in the public eye for four and a half years. Wild, actually. Time. Four and a half yeah. years. Yeah, because then, then it would have been a year later I did the first ABC show, which was the Winter Games one. So yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. The winter game. So yeah, let's just go ahead and get into it. Yeah. Cause you know, Claire. Yeah. You know Claire. Yeah. Everyone's so Claire was engaged to my buddy, Benoit. <laughs> we were just talking about, yeah, we I, get just, I just brought here. that up. I was <laughs> like, I don't think anyone realized Claire was engaged. I think that everyone's <laughs> forgotten crazy. about that. Benoit did a scene for her intro package with Claire talking yeah, about that. Benoit and I were texting about it. 
and, um, and they just cut the whole thing. So I think they just wanted to forget that Winter Games and and whatever. <laughs> they just wanted to yeah, just pass that by because it is. How long were they engaged for? Well, they were engaged on the live show. I remember sitting up there, and um, that was the Winter Games because I won the show. We'd won the show, so I thought I would be the last guest on the stage. And then I realized not everyone was out yet because Claire hadn't gone on the stage yet. And I said, "Why would Claire be the last one Harrison talks to? That doesn't make any sense." Mm. Then when he she went up there. They started this whole intro package of her walking through Sacramento and all this stuff. And then Benoit stands up and then we put it all together. But that would have been maybe three months before they announced their breakup. So they oh, were wow. there a few months. And I think that honestly, dude, I think they only hung out three or four times. Like it, yeah. I got to the show. So it's yeah. it probably pretty heavily produced that whole thing, but it's still pretty wild that now she's the lead and they haven't even really brushed over that. <laughs> mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> like on a bachelor stage, she was engaged to a French Canadian guy. <laughs> That's crazy. Where does Benoit live? Uh, Montreal. Oh, like, you met him. Oh, he lives in Montreal. Yeah, you met him briefly on the street. Oh, I did. <laughs> That's right. I Man, did. You don't I don't even remember Benoit. <laughs> I forgot about that. I did meet him. That's right. Very like on the sidewalk there for half a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, yeah. So, what do you guys? I mean. So you know Claire in real life, because I've seen a lot of people being like, we expected kind of this kind of season, like dramatic and everything, because that's how she's shown the last three episodes, or the last three times she's been on this show. So like, are you surprised by kind of the way this season's heading? Um, I, I feel like she's very nice. Like I really, like I liked her in the house. You know when you're doing the show, Blake, and there's certain people that you just don't vibe with, so you just never really had a yes. strong combo with? That was me and her. It was like, nice to meet you on day one. She was always in the house with me, but we never really got into deep combos or had any kind of connection. Um, but I do know that she was kind of back and forth between Benoit and this guy, Christian, who was the jacuzzi guy, the German the guy. The jacuzzi guy, yes. <laughs> yeah, he was a great guy too. He very strong language barrier from his German um, language, but it was pretty funny to watch. But she was back and forth. And it was the same style as what you're seeing now on the season where she just very, one little... One little thing will just set her off. And I remember that was the case in the house was like the jacuzzi thing. He was just trying to express his point. She did not like that. And then she lost on him. It's pretty good for TV, I guess. Like, I feel like the producers probably love seeing that. But yes, she not, makes great TV. Yeah, I'm not surprised at how fiery, I guess, they're portraying her because that's how she is. That's a good way to put it, fiery. Yeah, because she is. I mean, she's a she's a no BS kind of woman. Um but I mean, she's she's getting a little a little hate here. Not hate, but she's getting some criticism because of like her quick temper. I guess. I don't know if I want to call it temper, but like she's very yeah. She can get one thing can really set her off and get her going. Um, but it makes for good TV, and I'm I, I'm entertained. I'm not gonna lie. Well, you, she's out now, isn't she? Next week? I think yeah. I'll say I think from what I understand, like next week they're gonna show her actually leaving, and then obviously yeah, Tasha takes over. So. So was that, that a, a pre-planned thing before the whole season started? <laughs> we were talking about that. Uh, do you guys think it is? Because, I mean, the timeline is interesting, to say the least. I don't know if it was pre-planned, but I bet you before they decided, like before they told Claire what was happening, they already knew for at least a week what was happening. Because Tasha had to quarantine to be able to mm -hmm. jump in. So mm -hmm. there is a period where... Claire is still going on dates and Tasha's sitting in a room somewhere in Palm Springs ready to jump in. So and is there ever been a, a has there ever been a backup on, on deck ready to go? No. So yeah, the way I understand it is this has been something they've wanted to do for a bit. 
Um, they just haven't really had a chance. And I think when they saw the way she reacted to Dale, I think they were like, this is it. This is our chance. Call Tasha. Like, let's have a switch, you know? So I think that's how it went down, but who knows? I don't know. They'll never admit it, even if that is the case, you know? So. No, they'll never admit anything that they do. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so this last episode, um, they had the whole, you guys watched it, right? Did you guys watch it? Mm-hmm. If not, it's okay. I'm sure you guys watched parts of it. <laughs> like, I feel like between seeing stuff from, like, Chicks in the Office and random other people, we know what's going on, but we haven't sat down. Haven't sat down and watched it. I tell you what, it's hard to watch sometimes, but we just had Tia on for our recap, yeah. and she, it was the first episode she watched, and she was like, it's hard to watch. Like, once you've been on the show, it's difficult to watch because you know, you watch it through a different lens completely. You guys especially... It only gets less, like for me personally, it just gets less and less. I think Claire would have been kind of my last real big, okay, I know her. She's a little older, which I like. Um, But I feel like you're right. The longer you're off the show, the less you kind of get interested in. um, Because you know a lot of the bullshit that's going on. you get older too, and the people keep staying younger, and you're like, why am I watching (laughs) 22-year-olds argue about? So true. Arguing about. It's like, I feel like I could be doing something else with my time. Yeah, but the so 14 season, like the season on a resort, it's very paradise feel, right? Like it's very everyone's at the same place. The producers are just spread out, thinking, okay, what can we do for the next kind of scene? Um, so I think that's where I lost most of my interest this year. Like if they get back to traveling and get back to the regular show, we'll probably sit down and watch it. Um, but I think the spoilers came out really quick that Claire had like picked a guy and ran off, and then thought of them quarantining at this resort. I think we both just kind of lost well, a little that's bit. That's what kind of ruins it anyways. Like I feel like if you're in the bachelor bubble, then you can't help but see spoilers. Like if mm-hmm. they just pop up. So then you already know what's gonna happen. So really what's the point of watching? And for me, if I'm not watching people I know, then I have like zero interest. Like yeah. I feel like I just yeah, don't care. Yeah. what <laughs> I feel like you have a Canadian accent. I feel like I just heard a little Canadian accent come out there. Yeah, you're spending yeah, hey. too much time up there. The other day, in like normal conversation with my best friend, she was like, "What is happening to you?" I'm like, All "Well, right. I don't want to say hot like the Americans anymore." A sounds like a little fancier. <laughs> and I think I just heard you be like, "No," I think I just heard a little "no." <laughs> All right. Oh, we're gonna hang with the finally, boys. Finally, eh? Kevin's like, "Finally, yeah." <laughs> we'll be right back. If you're like me and you hate going to the grocery store, but you love cooking and love natural ingredients, then you're going to love Green Chef. Green Chef lets you choose from a wide array of easy-to-follow lifestyles with select organic ingredients. Ingredients come pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepped. With Green Chef, it's easy to eat well and discover new recipes every week that you'll love to cook. Green Chef is the most sustainable meal kit, offsetting 100% of its direct carbon emissions and plastic packaging in every box. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company and has meals for a variety of lifestyles, including vegan, vegetarian, paleo, and keto. Go to greenchef.us slash Blake80 and use code Blake80 to get $80 off across four boxes, including free shipping on your first box. Again, go to greenchef.us slash Blake80 and use code Blake80 to get $80 off across four boxes, including free shipping on your first box. Now back to the pod. So I kind of did want to go back to when you guys were in paradise because you guys were so low key. I love how you're the last couple. That makes me so happy because you guys were so low key on the paradise. I remember Kevin, we were talking one time and you like, you said you called each other like the furniture of paradise because you guys are just like always in the background. <laughs> yeah. which is awesome. I forgot you guys. The season was actually pretty wild. It was like the Colton show. Um, yeah. 
and then i mean that was actually pretty much they made that like four episodes i feel like um it was cold and then and then it just got really boring i feel like yeah. i feel like he was the, they knew that was going to happen pretty much the day he showed up right remember when thousand percent yeah because they put tia and chris randona on a date on day one <laughs> We've just talked about that several times. The whole thing fired up. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. And then Colton showed up, and yeah, it was Colton for four or five episodes. Yeah. So I remember you guys did there at the end break up. And I know, Kevin, you got quite a bit of hate for that, right? Because I mean, it was like a weird situation. I mean, I know production, like I a thousand percent get it. They got in your head and everything. When you were going through that hate while watching, did you know that you wanted to get back with Astrid at the reunion? Well, you guys kind of talked before the reunion, I guess. So yeah. did you kind of know before that even aired that you guys were back together or were you back together? Yeah, no. So the day, the, the day that that went down, so we went up, ordered our breakfast and it was, we were hanging out, having a great morning. You know, like the, well, you wouldn't know because you had a shit season. I didn't have a great morning <laughs> once. <down there>. <laughs> <laughs> but by this time of the season, we would wake up and dude, they'd forget to wake us up. Like it would be 10 a.m. and we and and Scott, we'd be like, Hey, can you grab us some coffees? And he'd come back. And it was the morning that we went over and we ordered our breakfast. And they said Chris Harrison's gonna meet us all down in the in the pergola or whatever. Oh, yeah. And we thought for sure it was gonna be another competition or something fun, like new visitors or whatever. Yeah. And he just said, Hey everyone, paradise is over. Tonight, tonight we're doing the fantasy suites and all that stuff. Everyone go pack and and then they just took like one producer grabbed me, one producer grabbed her and they just take us away. And as much as I like, I'm a man enough to say like, it was my own doing. I'm not blaming any production for what happened to me, but they basically were like, we don't love people leaving without like a definitive. Commitment. And I remember them like, which was okay. Like it was, it's their job. I understand that part, but it was like, well, you don't love her? Like, you don't want to marry her? I'm like, well, yeah, I, I think I do. I don't know. I've only known her a month. Like, I probably, <laughs> like, like, it's almost like I do, but I don't, like, I wouldn't tell her I don't, but I also wouldn't necessarily ready to tell her I do. And it was almost like, and I've said this one other time before with you, where I said, because I've been in two other situations like it, like I was engaged on TV once and then I left a show in a relationship, which wasn't really a relationship with someone who I was not, at all compatible with. So I'd already kind of seen the underbelly of what the TV show is about. And I think at this point I thought I saw Jordan and Jenna like, you know, fakely like jumping around yeah. each other like it was some big romance. I remember being like, they've only spoken a few times. Like that's an odd thing to think that they're so madly in love. Joe and Kendall were the only ones we really fully connected with because they were the same as us. They were mm -hmm. like, this is just, we're dating, we're hanging out. You know, I go back to Canada, she goes back to Tampa, Joe goes back to Chicago, she goes back to LA, and we all have to go back and see what happens. And I remember on the last day, just thinking, I've done the fantasy suite thing, it's not very glamorous, it's very produced. And I remember thinking, I just want to go home. I'm like, this this, this would be something better. Bibiana's already gone, she's my friend, she's friends with Astrid, she will help me kind of navigate through this. And then I just completely shit the bed with how I was going to actually... Worst delivery. <laughs> The delivery could have given me like a side <laughs> shit the bed. Tomorrow, but no. Astrid comes down in a bathing suit and hoops, ready to like have a big ride. <laughs> on a day bed with just like two producers and a camera. And I remember thinking like, this is bad, but because you know how it is, Blake. The emotions are so high at that point. As as much as it doesn't sound manly or cool, it's like you're pretty wound up in this whole oh, thing. Oh, absolutely. I remember. 
I felt like I was never going to see her again. And I was like weeping. Like it was, the, that was on the promo for the whole season. It was me. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. You weeping. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember thinking like, I'm never going to see her again. This is the end of life. Like it's Mexico. Like <laughs> we fly home and I DM Bibiana and say, can I have Ashton's number? And Bibi's like, let me feel her out first. And then within five, maybe five, six hours, I have a message back saying, here's her number. Just text her tomorrow. And it ended up being three, four days at home before I flew out to North Carolina and secretly got an Airbnb. And we were on reality Steve by the pool. He posted by the pool. And it was literally five days after filming that we were together in an Airbnb, just like talking things out. Um, And it was honestly, I can honestly say it was like a two hour lap of judgment like while being on the beach, heavily produced. Yeah, in, a, in that environment, yeah. But there's nowhere to go. You're just stressed and you don't really... Because you're just looking for a way out at that point. Because the last week and a half we were there, every time a new person would come on, it didn't affect us. So then you're just forced to do the group chats for six hours and you're just looking at each other like, what are we doing here? We really mm-hmm. don't care about... I don't even... Whoever coming down and like we have to talk about something that doesn't affect us, let's just get out of here. So then when it came down to, okay, it's over, but we're not ready to get engaged. And we don't want to go through the whole spiel and be doing fantasy suite with Jenna and Jordan and Chris, you know, like, it's just like, this is not for us. Yeah. Yeah. And I honestly think a lot of it, when I look at those guys, cause they were my good friends on the beach. I remember being on like the first show and you guys got, well, you didn't come cause you were the final guys, but you, the guys got scooped right off the show to do the next show. Oh. And I remember thinking when I was talking to Randone and, and Jordan and everything, they never had any chance to like get their mind straight again. It's like go right to Mexico while you guys were on TV yeah, and kind of take the next steps. I had already like decompressed from everything. I was like, I was a little more normal state of mind than I think those guys were. So even when Jordan was talking about getting engaged and when Chris was talking about getting engaged, I remember having a good talk with Chris about Crystal. And I said, yeah, man, like, go for it. Hope for the best. Like, you guys are great together, whatever. But don't think it's like there's not a life outside of this. Like, you still have to go and live the real life. And I think just from my, like, bachelor experience, I was ready to address that with her outside of the, the place. And I didn't want to do the Neil Lane, like, pick out the ring scene. Yeah, like, that ring scene pick, off yeah. the road stressed me out because that, that was pushed on I've me. I've done it. It's uh, it's stressful. Yeah, I've done yeah, it. Yeah, I was pushed, I was pushed out the show before, which was ridiculous. And then also my show, I did the similar scene. I remember just thinking, I, you know, my family owns a jewelry store. I can figure that out later. <laughs> like, like Do that on my own. Yeah, let's get home and see what reality brings. And I think that was probably, she jokes about how, like, you dumped me on TV. But at the same time, <laughs> it was one of the best moments of our whole relationship. Because I didn't just go with the flow and say, yeah, you know what? Let's pick out the biggest one Neil Lane's got and do the scene and hope it works out. It was like, let's go home, you know, try day-to-day life. And to answer your question from before, we were watching the live show together. We were already well seen. And I posted our first ever photo together, like the second that Chris Harrison asked us if we're together now on the live show. I posted the photo of us at the grocery store in Toronto. That's great. Um, so we were together. So you guys are really only broken up for like a week, like technically. Well, yeah. I made him work for it a little bit. A couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we're back together. You just dumped me on TV and I need to hear what you said in those ITMs because I don't want to look like an idiot again. So That's a good point, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like we never didn't talk and I think what helped us out too is that we never told producers that we were speaking 
So then everyone just left us alone. They just were like, okay, they're broken up. When the reunion comes, you know, we'll put them in their individual rooms, get them hyped up, get them going at the reunion. And the whole time we were talking and it was just let's get through the reunion. And then, you know, like, let's not let them know anything that's going on. And then the reunion, the the reunion came and I had my burner phone, obviously for the hotel. Yeah. Master had her iPad hooked up to the chat. Yes. And I, was, I was in the hotel room and on my burner phone and I was texting her, but the chat came up as the producers were in her room. Oh. And they saw that it was Kevin and was like, hey, we're just, because there was an episode on the night. There was actually an episode on TV. It was the night that I told Leo to go fuck himself. It was like the Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like favorite scene I probably had. That is the best, yeah. It was, scene. It was very Canadian. Because I like apologized after it all. Yeah. <laughs> and they showed that while I was on my burner phone, because I remember seeing a bunch of notifications about uh, Canada this, Canada that. And I was texting with her, and all of a sudden her text stopped. They found it. So they found okay. it. <laughs> and they took How did you explain off. that? Like, were you I, like, uh, I don't know what you want from me. Like, I'm a grown woman, and you're telling me I can't have my phone. Like, I was going to obviously try to, and the last, to talk to people. The last message yeah. they read from me was, okay, I'll sneak out at midnight and I'll come to, <laughs> and I like, I like had her information on the text. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> take an Uber across LA and go to her hotel because they had some different hotels. Um, and then they caught her, and then it just and stopped. And then I had Shabby in my room for like eight hours. Yeah, I say. Then they would put up a tent in your room, and they like stayed in there. Yeah. Oh my god, that's great. I had so no idea. Text, I didn't know that. Like the next day, I was stressing all day because now her phone was cut off, and I'm thinking, okay, they got to her. Yeah, <laughs> wake up scene. I'm like, that's right. Fuck this guy. I can't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Like felt her out. Like when they called me out first, and I talked to you out first. They called me out first, but I could see you in the background, and you were trying to make like eye contact. And I was like, I've never sat on the stage before. Just about me on my other season. This is really scary. I can't. <laughs> this is a lot. Out, I was like worried that they had got to her, and I was going to sit down. They were like, "So we're over." Like I was waiting. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's a great story. It's so funny that how. You guys are pros. Like you guys knew like, oh my God, like let's not let them get to us. Let's burn our phones. But then I get it because you do when like you're in or you're talking to somebody. Like I remember with Christina when I was on that beach, when we, I asked her on that date at the end and we separated, they got to her. Like I know they got to her. You know, it's one of those things where it's like they got to her and then she walked in. I could see it in her face. Same thing. You like feel them out and I could yeah. see it. And I was like, well, I'm about to get dumped. Like you can just see it. It's brutal. But I remember when we were down there too what you guys were just talking about, about just wanting to leave. Like, I remember Hannah, I was talking to Dylan and Hannah and Dylan were the same way. Dylan was like, like, we're dating. We like each other. Do we have to spend another two weeks down here? Like, can we just go, you know, can we just try this in the real world? So that's a thing down there. People just want to leave. You just go stir crazy. Like yeah. and start getting annoyed with people too. You know, like at first the antics are like really funny. Like I remember thinking Jordan was the funniest person on the beach. <laughs> yeah. By like day 32, it's not funny anymore. Like I have heard this joke every single day, every morning. I can't handle it. Like I just need to be in a room by myself with no one. That's, that's nothing, I get it too. For us by the end. Like there was nothing left for us. So I think, I think I kind of shocked them a little bit that I was willing to like end it. I, I think in my head, I thought I'm ending it like of our paradise romance, but I know like it's crazy as you, Blake, have you not talked to every single person that you were on the beach with at some point in the last two years? Oh, absolutely, yeah. So at the time, you're thinking, this is the last time 
I will ever see that person or ever see, mm-hmm. it's not the case at all. It's like, I kind of took a step back and said, I know I'm going to talk to her in a couple of days. And at the very least, she'll bitch me out and tell me I'm, I'm this and that. <laughs> That's like the very least I'll get out of it. But this isn't like the end of the world. It's just the end of our like paradise world. I think that's what got us through it. I think my experience helped our uh, whole situation. Run, for sure. I say I the long like, run, like, yeah. I don't you think did something right. I was like wrapped up. I was like, okay, we're going to engage. We're going to the fantasy suite. This is going to be great. Like I was super, like I was super in it. But when she, when. But then I had, like, it was good to take that step back. Like, obviously in the moment it sucked. But I remember talking to the therapist after we had broken up and her being like, you're really upset that's okay he's upset too that won't be the last conversation you guys have like she just kind of because she's the only one who's just actually there or i at least think to help you to help you and i remember her being like listen like this was not like a i'm just gonna dump you kind of decision like there was a lot that went into it he's really upset too you guys need to just talk outside of this just order a bottle of wine go to sleep and figure it out that's good advice, actually, yeah, because, see, I was got wrapped up, obviously, in it, too, because when I was on Bachelorette, it really was the last one when I saw Becca for, like, a year and a half, you know, so that I had that in my head, like, I maybe won't see this person again, you know, or whatever, moving forward, because I had that different experience in the Bachelorette, but it's so true, and I hope people realize that, like, going forward, because... It, 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 it you do go back to regular life and you can't instantly you're in a group chat like you're instantly in a group chat most of the time you know when you speak with yeah. people so yeah at the end of the day you also, had, you, what, also, you also had like a roller coaster that most people don't go through right because when you yeah. were at the, i remember when we were in new york together for the one event thing yeah and we, that was before you had left for paradise mm-hmm. that was before paradise yeah it was like two months before paradise so you were like your season was over. You were ready. To, you knew you were the number one on the beach, all that stuff for paradise. Mm-hmm. And I remember you could kind of do no wrong. Like you, like that's mm-hmm. just how you're pumped up after the show. Mm-hmm. It's, such a, it's such a hype up when you're in those final few guys, you and Jason, you're just so hyped up as like, you can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. And then you get going and it's like, well, you're just a normal <laughs> you guy. Do. You're just a normal guy. <laughs> no, but not even wrong, but you're just a normal guy. Everyone. Right. Knows. And you put any of the guys who are, calling themselves they you know or talking shit about you throughout the whole thing put them in your situation and let's see how well they would have done yeah exactly yeah i mean you guys saw me at that wedding that was funny i forgot the it was yeah it was the wedding it was chris and crystal's wedding and i remember like i saw you guys and i was excited because i was like finally like some you know friends i was like everybody hates me down here i was like and i remember talking to you guys in paradise before you handed your phone in I remember yeah. talking to you in like the shared thing or whatever. And you're like, yep. oh, yeah, just have fun. And like, <laughs> yeah. Have a good time. <laughs> oh, I had fun. <laughs> yeah, I had zero fun, zero fun down there, but it was cool to see everybody at that, at a uh, Chris and Crystal's wedding and everything. But I remember talking to you guys and obviously like everybody had already kind of figured out what had happened to me. Cause really Steve like released a bunch of stuff Yeah, and you guys were like, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. No, I think Astrid, you wanted me to go home, right? You were like, get they home. Go. Like they're not, it's not going to get better. Like there's no redemption. They showed that. They showed that on TV. And like, you know, take a breather and then it'll be okay, but it will not get better here. Yeah. <laughs> and you were kind of right. Like it didn't get better. I don't know if it could have got worse, but it didn't get better. <laughs> Because once you have a certain storyline, you're not going to change that storyline. Like, you kind of set in stone a little bit. Especially right off the bat, like, my my was the first storyline. was the, you know, so. Yeah, it was hard. ask you, though, would you, I feel like you'd go back. Not not for any other reason except, why the fuck not? 
Like I feel you mean like go back to paradise? If you were saying, listen, hear me out. If you were a single, if you're single as you are, I don't know if you're single, I think you're single right now, but if you're single as you are and you're in a spot where there's three seasons accumulated of cast members, because think about how much of a delay this is. There's going to be loads of people. Yeah. yeah would you not about dean that. yourself? Dean went back and look at how happy he is. I feel like you could easily be like, fuck it. What could they do to me next? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that's the, well, that's what everybody tells me is that like, dude, that you can't like, they're gonna like even if they tried to ruin you again like it's not gonna be nearly as bad as before like you have nothing to lose but i think for me it's more of the honestly like ptsd from it because like it was such a bad experience i think if i got down on that beach i would just clamp up and i would just be like scared of everybody i wouldn't trust a soul like producers would look at me i'm like what are you thinking you know i'd do like one of those so i don't know a lot of people ask me like i feel like the moment you don't trust or you get clamped up is when it doesn't work it's over yeah exactly that's what i would say you always got to be like open and honest and vulnerable for that like whole experience to work. And I don't know if I could, I, it would take a lot for me, but I, Kevin, I always say this when people ask, like, would you do it again? I always say, I remember you, you, t- I think we were, maybe it was Montreal. Maybe. Yeah. I think it was Montreal. When we went to that music fest, you were like, if you could do it all again, like from all the way back from the Bachelorette yeah. to where you are now, would you? And I'm like, yeah, like I still would. like, there's still more pros than cons. I've made incredible friends and I've met, you know, had some incredible experiences. So I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll see, but it would take a lot for me to go back. At the end of the day, man, you didn't, you didn't kill anybody. Like, like, like give yourself a break. Some people think I did though. Some people act like I did. Give yourself a break. You had, you had a couple months. You were, you were also very single and doing your thing. You went to paradise with probably the wrong cast of people for your situation. Yeah. Um, but there's always like you turn the leaf and who knows, man. Everyone loves the redemption story. I think Everyone does. You, and, and it's a very forgiving society. For yeah. sure. And what he's always said too is that, and you would know this the third time around, is like, you're okay to make your own decision. Like he would always tell me that. He's like, just because a producer is telling you to do something doesn't mean you have to do it. Like with the burner phone. I'm like, we're not allowed to. He's like, what do you mean you're not allowed to? Like, I'm 30-something. I'm going to do Blake, what I want to do. She came in my room. She goes, I'm going to need your phone. I looked at it. I go, this phone? And I put it in my pocket. I'm like, good luck. Oh, like, that, come and get it. That's well, awesome. Well, what are they Are they going to not do the live show without me? Are they going to <laughs> so true. Are they going to bring security in and pin Wrestle. me down? I was like, <laughs> I, I said, I said, I said, I'm, I'm texting with my mom and I, I need this phone. I put it in my pocket and I said, and they, they literally were like, okay, have a good night. And I remember thinking... First show, there's no way. Second show, not even close. But third show, I'm like, okay, well, what could they possibly say? I haven't signed something saying I'll give you my phone. I've signed something saying I won't talk about the show. And I remember thinking, I'm not going to like ruin or spoil or do anything wrong. And I said that to you the next day. I said, what do you mean you gave your iPad? And she was like, well, I just gave it (laughs) off. I didn't know what to do. They were like, they wanted it. And I said, but same with Chris and Crystal's wedding. We just brought our phone so we could take pictures because we're like, okay, we're not going to take pictures and spoil them. But like, you're also not going to take my only way of communicating away from me when we're here for 24 hours. And I, like, took some no. pro- I took some pictures with producers at Chris's wedding and both of the producers were like, how do you have your phone? I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> and they were like, oh yeah, you're so you. <laughs> you would know that the third time around, like your season when they're like, oh, take Tasha or whoever on the date. You're like, okay, yeah. I should see what the producers are telling me. You'd be like, no. You'd be like, no, yeah. I'm taking whoever I want to take on the date because I can do what I want to do. Like, you can't force me to do anything. And yeah. that's kind of what you learn when you go through it. Oh, a thousand. I would a thousand percent be that way. And I was so, because I had such a good experience on The Bachelorette, I was just at their mercy. Like, they could do whatever they wanted with me because I trusted them so much, you know? And yeah, obviously, if I ever did it again, like, I wouldn't. 
but that's the other thing. Like, I wouldn't trust them at all. And then I'd go the opposite. They're like, you should take this on a date and be like, no, I'm going to take her. And then it would blow up in my face. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'd be, I'd be a mess, but we'll see. You never know. You never know. But I, that's the other thing though. It's like, I see how happy you guys are. I see how happy, like, you know, I don't, Raven and Adam are. And I'm like, it's possible, you know, it's possible. I feel like there's, I feel like there's, it's not very possible, but there's that, there's, the, there's a reason why you're both on that beach. I mean, Astrid and I met on day two and we've been inseparable now for two and a half years. So you feel like there's wild. Yeah. There's certain things about it where you're like, okay, we were meant to meet. I would never once like never have met her in any other way. There's no way. So I think like anything else, if you go to a hundred bars, you might meet the one. If you go to a hundred libraries, you might meet the one. If you go on a couple TV shows, you might meet the one. Yeah, I think, I think I think we also were very quick to not force it. I know Astrid wouldn't have just settled with someone because they're popular on the show. Like if, you know, like let's Colton was the hot guy of the show. If he showed up and wanted to be, he would shoot him like, no, I'm good. Like Colton's yeah. on my TV. Like yeah. carry on. But there's some people that go on the shows and think I need to be with the popular kid. I need to mm -hmm. be on the first date or the second date. I think yeah. me and her had very similar interests. And if you meet someone with those similar interests, the show can actually work. And now we look back already. I forget we met on TV. Like it's crazy to think that we met on a TV show. But I think, and I never watched an episode that I've been in ever. Like of all three shows, I've never watched a full episode. Like I've seen clips of myself, mostly in memes, but I've never actually watched. I said the first time I'll watch will be with our like 16 year old kid. I'll be like, I was just gonna okay, say your kids, yes. HGTV, like let's watch it on like on iTunes and see our like our first conversation is all on, on camera. I think that's the cool part about meeting on a show. That is super cool to think that your kids get to watch your love story, basically, you know, like part of it anyway. First, everything is first on. First breakup. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully only breakup, but yeah. First, yeah. first and only. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. No, that is super cool. And Astrid, I feel like you're the kind of chick that actually like when, like, which I love is like, if the like number one guy, the hot guy that like, came up, you'd be like, get the fuck away from me. Like, I feel like you're one of those, like, whereas like, I'm not into you. Like, and that's, I think it takes that though, sometimes like in that I show and everything. The only way a relationship will work in the real world is if you look at it as if it's real life. Like you can't get wrapped up in the bubble of like, we're going to get engaged, be the most popular couple, like just doing step after step because you just care about what other people think because then all of a sudden you wake up and you're like oh shit like what did I do and I kind of lost myself in the process mm -hmm. and it's hard not to get tempted though right because you just see other people doing well from the show and you're like well maybe I like this person more than I actually do I think a lot of people force it and I think that's why most people break up yeah don't work yeah i will i will say there was a few points in the season and again this was just my like experience of being on reality tv prior to paradise where it was like a little bit cringy with some of the cast members where people in relationships would because you know how some producers will talk to you and they'll show you or even deck or the hands will show you a little bit of like what's going on in the world because we're just yeah. stuck in the middle of nowhere and i remember at one point there was a, a guy there who passed me an instagram followers and I remember thinking, like, I have never even asked a producer or anyone what my fault. Like, I'm, I, I, yeah, I that's care less. It doesn't make any sense. But you guys were on TV at the time. So I remember oh, that's being right. like a popular time for you guys because you were just air to air. We were there for four weeks. So four episodes of your season was, or Becca's season was on the air. And I remember somebody saying, wow, I jumped from 30,000 to 300,000. And they were just so, like, pumped up about it. Yeah, and then they were, the next line was, and if I leave with her, I'll be up to a million in no time. And I'll never oh. forget that being like on the beach. I just left her to go to an ITM and we were talking about like her mom. Like we were talking about something actually in real life. 
And I remember that was one of the moments where I realized there's definitely the, still the two motives. And maybe that was more of my motive in the season before. I, I don't really remember, mm -hmm. but this exact moment in time, I remember thinking, wow, that fucking cringes me out that you're thinking of if I get engaged to this person. Like I popped the question, the big question, I will get to a million followers. I remember thinking, they never got engaged, by the way, that person I'm talking about. So don't like, but that guy never ended up getting engaged. But I remember thinking, okay, there's definitely two different dynamics to the show. One is I'm just here to make a few hundred bucks a day, drink some tequila and have some fun and see what happens. And there's the, okay, wow, this is a real way to get popular and way to like, like strategic almost. Mm -hmm. like a strategic yeah. like anyone who call, I'll never forget Wells saying the words, we're not celebrities, man. We're recognizable. That's, what that That's was a good way to put it. He goes, you're on a reality show? He's, he's like, my fiance or my wife is famous. I'm recognizable. And I remember that always stuck with me to be like, oh yeah, we're not famous for recognizable people from a TV show. I like that actually too. I'm going to use that. We're not celebrities recognizable. Yeah, that's good. I'm going to use that. Well, you guys must, like I said, you guys did something right because you're the last, you know, last, honestly, like one of the last real couples. And I mean, there's not even that many in Bachelor Nation as a whole. Like people have started to kind of break up and stuff. So did something right. So what do you guys got coming now down the pipe? Do you guys got any fun things coming down the pipe? I know you just re renovated a house. So I feel like that was a big deal. Um, honestly, buddy, we're just waiting. We're just waiting for yeah. 20 basically 2021 i think ash is gonna yeah. go back to florida for a little bit visit her family but besides that we're just waiting hopefully next year we get to have a big party and see you guys um yeah. I think our guest list is epic for our wedding like it's gonna be so oh, i was so excited oh man Dude, and your bachelor party i was excited about that and we're then that fell through bachelor party i'll keep you, we're, we're thinking may yeah you guys do a may 2-4 weekend so we have like our big holiday, our big party holiday is May 2-4. It's the third weekend in May in Canada. Oh. So it's always called a May 2-4. It's like you get a cottage and do all that stuff. Oh, cool. So May 2-4 weekend, which will be the third weekend in May, we're going to do Austin, Texas. So you're going to have to come. Hell yeah. That, would, uh, that was going to be my first time in Austin, but I've gotten a couple interests um as far as dj gigs out there too so it'd be cool if i could yeah, maybe, line uh, one up at the same weekend the same weekend because we're pretty open to weekends but besides that man we're just kind of waiting to be honest we don't yeah. have to follow the rules stay home cook yeah peloton maybe start a family sometime we're just like <laughs> at some point <laughs> yeah no i hear i feel like most people are waiting for 2021 to be completely honest just in general in life so well yeah awesome I, I appreciate you guys coming on catching up with you i know everybody you're everybody's favorite freaking couple out there because you guys are just so low-key and so cool down to earth and everything so and real i miss you guys yeah real we appreciate yeah. it absolutely thanks for coming on guys um where can they find you we're gonna we're gonna get you guys you know plug your instagrams at least yeah, you guys are looking for followers, I heard. I go to her Instagram and I'm tagging all the photos. There you go. <laughs> go to Astrid's and then yeah, he's tagged at all of them. That's great. Uh, cool, guys. Well, thanks again. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow our Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, like, and give us all five of those damn stars. Behind the Rose is recorded on-site at the world-famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. See you next time, Behind the Rose.